A very good evening to all brothers and sisters in the Dhamma. Today is the 5th September 2023, and it's a Tuesday class. Yeah. So, as usual, we will be continuing our sharing from this book, The Wonderful Dhamma Lotus Flower Sutta. We are at page 471。所以,在这里,我们要做一个小时的时间,我们要做一个小时的时间。我们要做一个小时的时间。我们要做一个小时的时间。我们要做一个小时的时间。我们要做一个小时的时间。我们要做一个小时的时间。我们要做一个小
อาดีนาดานาเวรมณีสิกขาปะดังสมาธิยามิสุขามิสุมิจฉาจารามิเวรมณีสิกขาปะดังสมาธิยามิมุสาวดาเวรมณีสิกขาปะดังสมาธิย
who is perfect in wisdom and virtue. Significance of offering of fruits. May this offering of fruits remind us of the dana parami or generosity and the fruit of our karma, so that we will diligently strive on with heedfulness to attain the path and fruition soon as possible. Significance of offering of flowers. May this constant offering of flowers to the Blessed One strengthen our faith and constantly remind us of the impermanence of this body so that we will diligently and sincerely strive on to cultivate sila, samadhi, and panya, leading to ultimate liberation, the bond-free nibbana, making of overall aspiration. By the power of all these merits, born of these offerings, may our spiritual faculties of sadha, virya, sati, samadhi, and panya be further strengthened until they become balanced or powers. Sharing and transfer marriage to all beings. May this marriage be shared and transferred to all beings without exception, especially to those who have the condition and affinity to receive them. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Okay, let's pay respect to Pajam. Pedang Pujain Damang Pujain Sanghang Pujain uh, Before we start, eh? uh, there is this new book. Eh? Uh, Queenie, this is for you. Eh? Uh, Thank you yeah. There is a new book. Yeah, Jen, today is very uh, heavy traffic. So, this book, eh, what is the difference between awareness and consciousness eh, has finally been printed. Eh? So, this is a very good book. Do read through it, then develop the understanding of it. Eh? We may use this for sharing in our uh, next Sunday, I think. Huh? Because I supposed to start on the Heart Sutta, I thought this book not out yet. So if it's out, then I will go through this book first. Yeah? So that before the retreat, people can have better understanding. Yeah? And for those who have not received this book, you can wait till our annual dinner, yeah? 1st of October. We will be distributing them. Eh? So if you have not got a copy, you can have them. And if your other Kayamita who also uh, may not be able to turn up, you can pass it to them. Eh? Okay. So awareness-based meditation is very simple when you develop the understanding. You only need to remember the four support, especially the first three that can help you develop the inner awareness nature within. This awareness nature is actually our silent mind, the meditative mind. And when you realize it, you will also come to know it's your true mind. Each and every one of us living beings we have this nature within ours, within us. 
then from there all of mundane mind thinking consciousness manifest from there so understanding the two aspects of mind is very important if you are not able to understand that you have two mind then it's very difficult for you to cultivate yeah. so to meditate we need to develop the ability to realize the awareness nature within which is our true mind the silent mind before the arising of the thought process the thinking or what we call the mundane mind hmm. so this mundane mind and the thinking mind they are the byproduct of our this true mind true nature from there it manifests of course it also need other condition yeah? you also need the brain yeah? you also need the senses yeah? then upon contact consciousness arise yeah? then how from there yeah? through your conditioning belief system and all the various what they call views opinion yeah? you will stir your mind develop the movement which is usually the like and dislike or pleasant and unpleasant reaction to sense experience then sometimes there may also be fear fear of the unknown fear of things that you have not uh, experienced before mm. then sometimes the fear could be triggered off by your wrong thought which is when you project your thought into the future uh, or you recall uh, a very unpleasant memory could be your past phobia your past uh, whatever uh, scars of memory or things that you have been affected very badly uh, so all this is how when you understand how you function as a human being you will come to understand that's why this awareness within when you have it you can develop the ability to understand all this you can have the silent mind to observe to insight into phenomena to awaken yeah, to see things as they are and develop all this understanding that is what meditation is all about that's why we need the mindfulness or awareness to move on so this half an hour is for us to develop the training of the mind to develop this awareness nature within <coughs> that's why we call this the awareness based meditation yeah. So the first support is of course your by now should be very familiar ability to relax. Relaxation is very important. When you can relax both your body and mind means you are at ease. You got no issue, no problem. Your physical body got no tightness, no tension, no whatever stress within. That's why you are at ease, peaceful, 
relax. Then your mind also, when you don't have any problem or issue, the mind is very peaceful. Yeah. It doesn't worry about things. It doesn't have any fear, anxiety, sorrow or lamentation. It's just in a state of peace, tranquility. When you can be in a state of peace and tranquility means your mundane mind is not affecting you. Whatever that mundane mind arise, most of the time they are wrong thoughts that condition your fear, worry, anxiety, sorrow and lamentation, and even the evil roots of greed, hatred and delusion giving rise to all the mental hindrance that hinders your mind from entering the meditative state. So all this will arise when you are not able to develop the ability to be aware within. So relaxation is very important. Ability to relax body and mind will make you peaceful, tranquil, quiet. Then your true mind which is already there, will surface. Yeah. So after you relax, the second support is to maintain awareness. Just aware. Don't try to know. Don't try to do anything. Just aware. Whatever arises, aware. Finish. Whatever arises through the senses, aware. Finish. It can be a thought. It can be a vibration, a hearing consciousness, or smell, taste, tactile, or even a thought consciousness, yeah, or mental images. Yeah. The moment you aware, finish. Don't let it continue. Don't let the thought proliferate and continue to chatter or tell you the story. Yeah. So this is what they said, the mundane mind will make you heedless. Means it will continue to tell you story. The thought process is start to pro proliferate yeah, into a lot of thought. When you do that, you become like heedless because you are lost in thought. Lost in thought means you are preoccupied with what you are thinking. Then you don't have the wisdom and the understanding, fear, worry, anxiety, sorrow, lamentation, and the unhappy mind will arise. Then you lost your ability to be aware. When you lost your ability to be aware, you cannot meditate. Means you cannot see things as they are. You cannot understand what is going on. You are being heedless. Lost in thought. So to meditate is to develop the ability to be aware so that you are heedful, so that you are not heedless. Mm. So first support, relax both body and mind. Second support is maintain awareness. Aware, finish. Aware, finish. Don't try to know. Don't try to think or do anything. Because if you try to know, the one that try to know is the thought. Yeah. 
even the doing, the so-called doing of the meditation, the doer is also the thought. The thought is trying to meditate, trying to do things. So don't try to know, don't try to do, means you don't arise any thinking or thought process. And the most important understanding is, the moment you are without thought, the awareness nature surface. That's why you need to have this understanding. Aware, finish. Then no more stirring, no more proliferation of thought process, no more thinking. Then it becomes more and more quiet, more and more quiet, more and more quiet. So the third support is to continue to do this, to stabilize the awareness nature within. Means maintain awareness until the awareness nature stabilizes. Then you will develop the ability to understand many, many things when that thing happens. So initially it may take a while. But don't worry, the more faith you have, the more perseverance you have, and the more sincere you are in developing this understanding, you will develop the progress. And when the progress comes, you will know, and you will have a lot of joy within. We have this ability to discern clearly the true mind, the silent mind within is very important. That is to develop the first hallmark of winning. Wunian, the jingjie, is the state of no thought. The moment you are without thought, you are already aware. Your sati, mindfulness, your awareness nature will be there. You can only do one thing at a time, whether either you are aware or you create thought. Means when the thought arises, you are preoccupied with the thinking. That's why we call it loss in thought. So when you are lost in thought, you become heedless, distracted, no more mindful, aware. Okay, you all can slowly, mindfully come out meditation then try to maintain whatever inner peace inner calmness and inner awareness that you have developed for as long as you can these are the mind states that you need to use to develop the mindfulness in daily life or what we call the daily mindfulness so that you can remain heedful even in the midst of life Invocation to the Devas. In this universe, in the entirety, let the dainties or Devas come here. Let them hear the good teachings of the King of Sages, which gives heaven and release, Nibbana. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. This is the time to listen to the teaching. Samantha Chiakawalesu Atragachan to Devata Saddamang Munirajasa 
sunantu sakemukadang dhammasvanan kalo ayang badanta dhammasvanan kalo ayang badanta dhammasvanan kalo ayang badanta Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambudasa Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambudasa Namo tasa bhagavato Arahato sama sambedasa iti peso bagawa arahang sama sambedo ijajarana sampano sugato lokabido ano tero purisadamasarti Sata Deva Manusanam Buddha Bhagavati Swakato Bhagavata Dhammo Sandetiko Akaliko Ehipaseko Opanaiko Pajatang Vedita Go Vinohiti Supatipano Bhagavato Sakasango Ujopatipano Bhagavato Sakasango Yayapatipano Bhagavato Sakasango Samichipatipano Bhagavato Sakasango Yadidang Chattari Purisa Yokani Atta Purisa Pugala Esa Bhagavato Sakasango Ahuneyo, pahuneyo, takeneyo, anjali karaneyo, anoterang punyang ketang lokasati. Sadu, sadu, sadu. Okay. You all can be seated. Then we can now continue from where we start. Eh? Page 471. Eh? The Sutta. Eh? Continue. Those who painted bright Buddha images adorned with the marks of their hundreds of blessings, whether they did it themselves or employ others, have realized the Buddha way. Even children who at play, who with a straw, a stick, or pen, or even with their fingernails, 
draw images of the boulder. People such as these gradually accumulated merits and virtue, perfected the heart of great compassion, and have realized the Buddha way. They teach only bodhisattvas and rescue countless multitudes. Then there's this outline huh? explaining the opening and revealing with regards to painting of Buddha Rupang or images. Okay, now we go to the commentaries. Although previously the text say that one might make Buddha images out of lacquered cloth, the precept discouraged the use of lacquer as it has an unpleasant smell or odor. The precept also say that one is not allowed to sit in front of a standing Buddha image or recline in front of a sitting Buddha image. So this one is by Xuanhua. Eh? Then the Sutta say those who painted bright Buddha image adorned with marks of their hundreds of blessings. The commentary is the Buddha images are adorned with many blessed marks of the Buddha, eh? whether they did it themselves or employ others, they have realized the Buddha way, means they have all become Buddha, finally. Even children who had played, who with a straw, a stick, or a pen, perhaps they draw a Buddha image with a straw or with a stick of wood, or perhaps they draw one with a color crayon or even with their fingernails, or perhaps playing in the mud, they trace out a Buddha Rupang or image with their fingernails. Draw images of the Buddha. Then Xianhua mentioned, long ago in Sichuan, there was a person who recited the Diamond Sutta or Vajra Sutta. As he recited it, he would write it out in empty space with his hand. He stood in the same place everywhere and recited and wrote it out in this way. Later when it rained, the rain did not fall on the spot or in the spot where he had written out the sutta. This happened every time it rained. Those who had opened the Buddha eye saw that even though the man had written without the sutta in empty space, the gods and the devas and the dragons and the eightfold division were there protecting the sutra and not allowing the rain to fall on that spot. Later a temple was built there. So you see, all he did was write it out in the air with his hand, and he received such great response. This really happened, is recorded in the work entitled The Efficacious Event of the Vajra Sutra or the Diamond Sutra. 
paper such as this mentioned above gradually accumulated merits and virtue. So the word gradually is what it meant. Eh? Whatever you do, eh? if you contribute towards this to develop the faith, then it is what they call a mention, eh? that you will gradually accumulate merits and virtue. Perfect the heart of great compassion means finally you will also perfect the heart of great compassion to go the Bodhisattva way and and have realized the Buddha way means ultimately you will become Samasambuddha. They have realized supreme enlightenment. Then they teach only Bodhisattvas and rescue the countless multitudes. Means all these Buddhas they only guide or teach bodhisattvas. Of course, it will include the sound hearers. To turn from the small towards the supreme vehicle or the great and seek the Dhamma of the bodhisattva. And then to turn towards Buddha vehicle. So these are the uh, three vehicles as mentioned in the Sutta. First is the sainthood way, sound hearer. Huh? Then after that we have what they call uh, the Bodhisattva way, followed by uh, the ultimate Buddha vehicle, huh? thereby liberating limitless and boundless living beings. Hmm. So this part of the sutta really can give us a lot of understanding and faith. Whatever you do, you have faith in the Buddha and his teaching. Then you develop the ability to contribute towards the rupang and all those things, even to draw them or what. All this will give rise to causes and conditions, very powerful, to gradually, slowly develop your merits and virtue, then you would have ultimately perfected the heart of great compassion and you can fulfill your bodhisattva way cultivation. So all this points out to you the significance of having the faith to do all this, to have the understanding to contribute towards all this. Then the next part of the sutta, should person <coughs> in stupa or in temple make offering with a reverence heart, means with great reverence, yeah, to the jewel and painted images, with flowers, incense, banners, or canopies, or should they cause others to make music with drums, horns, or conchers, pan pipes, flutes, lutes, or bamboo, lares, guitar, kambal, or brass gongs, with many wondrous sounds as this, played solely as offering. So the outline, yeah? 
explaining the opening and revealing with regards to offerings to the stupas and images. That's why when we go on spiritual trip, we always make offerings to stupas, to the Buddha Rupang, and we make offering to the way place also. Then we continue with the commentaries. Should people in stupa or in temple make offerings with a reverence heart to jewels or painted images of the Buddha with flowers, incense, banners or canopies? So if you hold on to the thoughts of respect while making offerings to the Buddha Rupang, the images, the stupa, etc. Whether you are using incense, banners, or canopies, or other articles such as beads, clothing, food and drinks, or merely place your palm together in reverence. So most of us, when we travel on spiritual trip, when we visit all these uh, holy places or way places, we will do all this offering. And we normally, nowadays, we include monetary offerings. Yeah. And sometimes we also uh, offer the oil lamps, uh, the whatever uh, incense and all those things. Mm. Okay, then we read on. Or should they cause others to make music? Uh, this one is, I think, quite common. Eh? Especially you go to this, what they call way place where they have a lot of chanting. Eh? A lot of chanting. Even like our Cameron Highland San Pao Si. Eh? They have their morning chanting, evening chanting. Then during the chanting, the way they actually develop the vibration and the playing of the the gong, uh, uh, the ting, the, all sorts of instrument uh, where they play. These are the uh, wholesome vibration that can come through. And also when they chant according to the suttas or whatever uh, chanting uh, that they are used to. And all this contribute greatly towards the what they call way place. It charge up that locality, that way place. Then because of the vibration, the Dhamma, and the nature of all these great beings and cultivators of the way, all this contribute greatly towards enhancing that way place so that it can help cultivator of the way to gain faith, enlightenment, and support their cultivation. That's why we have all this understanding. Then we rejoice, we pay our respect, our reverence, we make offerings. Then we have the condition 
to partake in all those wholesomeness which we have already discussed in our last Tuesday sharing. Especially this life eh, where we develop a lot of affinity with many way plays. Eh? Uh, Anandagiri is one of them. Eh? Then also other places like uh, Acharanan's place eh? where I think quite a lot of Karimimitas also visited that place. And we also make offerings. Eh? Then many of the spiritual places all over the world, especially China, Thailand, uh, and of all the places that I have been to, uh, I have visited quite a lot, uh, even uh, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, uh, and many other countries. Europe, of course, I also went, uh, uh, but most of them are the Western culture, the, <laughs> the cathedral, the churches, and all those things. But they are beautiful in their own uh, way. Mm. Then we also have in Malaysia, eh, sometimes Sabah, Sarawak, mm, our peninsula, Singapore, eh, even Indonesia, I think. Eh. And of course, those who have visited. Myanmar, India, Thailand, uh, and also nowadays in Cambodia also, uh, Cambodia or Vietnam. Uh, so all these places, they have their way place. Uh. So listening to all this good music and vibration from temple, especially by her temple, sometimes they have all this chanting, uh, they run it. Uh, then you can listen to them. Mm. Oh, sorry, huh? I had to read on. Huh? All different kind of musical instruments, okay? Brass gongs are rather large. Perhaps you have never seen any. <laughs> when you are making music before the Buddha, you should make proper music, means the vibration and other things should be appropriate. Then you must not sing love songs, songs about men and women. Your music must be in praise of the triple gem eh, to develop all the faith and all those things. The hitting of the wooden fish, eh, mui, and the ringing of the small bells, eh, the on or the ting and all those things. It's a kind of music, eh, very soothing eh, to the environment, the vibration. Then reciting sutra uh, and mantra is also a kind of musical offering, yeah. especially at Cameron Highland, uh, our morning chanting, afternoon chanting, uh, evening chanting. It's almost an hour, uh, and it's very beautiful vibration and melody. So at times I like to just lie down, silent my mind, and listen to the vibration then rejoice, uh, then radiate all this uh, energy, the beautiful, pure vibration and energy to the entire uh, environment and share marriage with all beings. Mm. With many wondrous sounds as this, place 
laid solely as offering, with all the subtle and wonderful vibration or sound are offered to the triple gem. Okay, the next part of the Sutta. Or if with happy hearts, this word is very important, eh? you must have happy heart or happy mind, with songs and chanting and chants, they praise the Buddha's virtue, just like when we recite the nine great virtue, the salutation to the Buddha, the Dhamma, and the Sangha. So these are very beautiful. Yeah. So when you chant in praise of the Buddha's virtue, if even just one small sound, they would have realized the Buddha way. If people with scattered mind have given but a single flower as an offering to the painted image, they shall gradually see numerous or countless Buddhas. So these are the paramis that can arise. If they bow in worship, which all Kayamita will do whenever they travel or even at home, or in the Vihara, or way place. If they bow in worship, or merely place their palm together in reverence, or even raise a single hand, or give a slight nod of the head as an offering to the image or respect, they shall gradually see countless Buddha and have them realize the Buddha way. They will rescue the countless multitudes and enter Nirvana without residue as a fire goes out when the fuel has been consumed. So there is a cessation of form and mind. Okay, we go to the commentaries. And with happy mind, with songs and chant, they praise the Buddha's virtue. Here it means chants are the Brahma or pure sound, like the Odis. <laughs> they love the virtue of the Buddha, praising his virtue in the way, just like when we chant the salutation eh, to the Buddha, Dhamma, and the Sangha. With even just one small sound, maybe they make only a tiny melody they would have realized the Buddha way. If by means of a very small vibration or sound, they accomplish the Buddha path, they will accomplish the path even quicker with more and louder vibration or sound. So all this depends on your understanding and your faith. If you do it uh, with a lot of faith and understanding, then with a lot of sincerity and you persevere, you will progress much faster, eh? like what is mentioned here. Even people with scattered mind, if there are people with scattered mind, means they don't have samadhi power, who are confused. If they have given but a single flower as an offering to the Buddha, eh, they even say painting also can, the painted image also can they shall 
gradually see the countless Buddha. Means you will come into contact with a lot of Buddhas. Because of the merits and virtue obtained by making such small uh, offerings, but with faith and understanding, they will get to meet up with countless Buddhas. Mm. If they bow in worship or merely place their palm together as a gesture of respect, or even raise a single hand, or give a slight note of the head as an offering to the image, they shall gradually also see the countless Buddhas. From that first thought of respect, which inspired them to make even this very small gesture of, uh, here the word worship is not so correct. We, we don't really worship. We develop the faith to pay respect, huh? uh, to recall to mind his great virtue and wisdom. They would have acquired merits and virtue and have themselves realized the Buddha way. Then they will rescue the countless multitude of beings, which means not only will they accomplish the Buddha path to become Samasa Buddha, they will save countless living beings. And then they will enter Nirvana, means realize Nirvana without residue, as a fire goes out when the fuel has been consumed. So this is the analogy. So commentary by Xuanhua, when the firewood has all burned out, means no more fuel to continue, the living being with potential to be thought are like the fuel. The respond body of the Buddha which appears in the world to rescue living beings is like the fire. When the living beings have all crossed or been crossed, the respond fire goes out. Yeah. This one is Shenhua's explanation. Yeah. Yeah. But the actual realization of Nibbana is different. Uh, you see, Nirvana or Nibbana is not a place or something that you can experience. Uh, it only arises when that former mind has developed the wisdom and understanding. Then through that wisdom and understanding, the former mind realizes the cessation of former mind. Means the fire aggregate of former mind it ceases. Then after that, even the pure awareness nature within us, that one also ceases. And that is what the unconditioned is all about. Where all these are still within the conditioned world. Because when you come to the conditioned world as a form of mind, the first thing that come out from that nature is our pure awareness. Yeah. So when you realize Nibbana, not only the five areas of form of mind cease, but 
the pure awareness nature within also sees. Then when that thing happens, there is nobody inside there. There is no word, nothing. You cannot talk about it. You cannot describe it. You cannot like uh, manifest anything from it. But the being, the form and mind that went through that cessation, then if it's not time to parinibbana or end the mortal life, it will come back. Ah, when that thing come back, that form and mind that undergo the process of the cessation and the coming back will understand clearly what this thing is. Yeah, creational. But he has to use words to describe to you. Uh, that's why they say it's like everything is burnt out. The few or no more miss. No more thinking, no more thought, no more aggregates of mind. Vedana, Sanya, Sankara, Vinyana, all no more. Sis. No, no more perception. That's why no more external form, Rupa. Then it just ends. Yeah. Then when it ends, like I told Brother Song just now, you will not know when on. But it will happen on. It will happen on. It happened to let you understand on. The form and mind that go through it will understand on. That's why this Dhamma is Pachetang. Can only be realized by the wise. Each for themselves. You must have the wisdom to realize all this. That's why nothing free the mind except wisdom. To have the wisdom is to have the awakening, understanding of the teaching, the Dhamma that the Buddha has taught us. Means has this ability to see things as they are, to insight in the phenomena, to realize the three universal characteristics of Anichang, Dukkang, and Anatta. Yeah. And when you have the ability to be aware, you can see things as they are, to develop the wisdom and the understanding. Means the direct seeing. Yeah. So, all this work that people use, yeah, sitting as they are, the direct seeing, uh, then insight into the characteristics of nature, or insight into phenomena to awaken. All these are true. Cultivator of the way who has done it correctly will be able to realize all this. So, the direct seeing, the ability to see things as they are, is the direct seeing. And when you have the direct seeing, you can awaken. Then when you see things as they are, you can also insight into phenomena to awaken. And all this lead to transformation of form and mind, understanding. That's how... Ultimately, when you understand them deeply, profoundly, then the mind, like, develop the dispassion, yeah. the fading away of desire, means you know, like the Diamond Sutra's description, each year you wave means everything within the conditioned world is uh, conditioned Dhamma. And what are conditioned Dhamma? 
They are dependent originating, condition arising, causal phenomena, not a permanent unchanging uh, entity. Which means you cannot grasp, you cannot cling, and you cannot hold. Then when you understand this, then you also understand the subsequent stanza of the Diamond Sutta. When you know everything within the condition world or condition the mind, you will understand the subsequent stanza. We say they are dreamlike, an illusion, and like a bubble, and a shadow. Then, like a lightning flash and a morning dew. Means very far, very fast. It just flashed through. Uh, some phenomena take longer, like the morning dew. Uh, then slowly it disappears. Uh, then you have to contemplate it such. So all this will become like very clear to you. So if everything also condition the man, no reality, he know you, he know me, nothing, then empty nature of existence. Then what happened? You will come to that realization. Think also like that, don't think also like that. Ah, then the mind will trigger off the cessation. Uh, then you just let things be. Then the whole mind, when the understanding has stabilized and mature, it will cease. Uh, and when the cessation comes, it's very beautiful. Uh, but the being that go through will not know. Uh, but after it come out, it will know how this is possible. Uh, then different time, different condition will manifest it. Uh, so this cessation, uh, maybe don't try to understand it now until you have developed the ability to go through it. Even a glimpse of it is good enough. Uh, when you can realize a glimpse of it, I will rejoice uh, and congratulate you. Well, you will at least realize the sainthood way, uh, at least a sotapan. Uh, but before that, not that easy. Uh, so that glimpse is very important, even though it's a glimpse. The Sotapan who go through that glimpse of cessation of forming mind will understand clearly that this human being of forming mind is not them. It's not a permanent unchanging entity. Uh, then the Sakayaditi no more rooted out. Uh, the egoic mind, uh, the delusion that this is me, this is I, there is a being inside there no more. Uh, so all these are the penetrative understanding that can arise when you cultivate appropriately. Okay, we go back to the sutta. We stop here. We leave it for the next one. I will mark this page. 475. We'll get Brother Song to share with us about his one month of very beautiful retreat. So we can rejoice at the same time and maybe benefit from the good sharing. Yeah. So I do.
Brazil, Mrs. Steel, Organ Metal, 晚上好。嗯嗯 ，Brazil 啊，在这里啊，做一个 sharing of 我的这个 one month retreat 里面的那个 experience。嗯，好的。所以我要先 share 这个 experience 先，因为我呃进去了这个 retreat， 他先给我 go through， 呃一个一段那个 experience， 嗯，然后过后我从这个 experience 里面才去 develop 到 understanding， 嗯，是啊，对。所以我要先呃先 explain 啊，先先 share 这个啊 experience 先，对对对。所以我一进去的时候 ，for the first three days 的时候，我就 feel 到我的这个啊。啊，对，它哈，那边它是很底部的里面，你就觉得它里面还是有一点紧，对对对，那个很它的很stutter里面，你觉得也是紧，所以每一天就在那边做一些去relax，一直去做一些去relax，relax，relax，relax，relax，rel
no matter what he do, no Buddha or whatever, it cannot come down. It cannot be in that state of luminosity, that tranquility, that stillness, no more. It's like completely you cannot meditate. So this one is a condition. If you react to it, you panic, then it will have power over you. Then you will not break free. But when you understand it, like what song finally realized the message from is that it's a condition arising entity. So whatever that arise like I used to share with you all, yeah, don't develop the delusion or panic. Always remember whatever happened is part of the way. You remember? I always tell you that. Accept whatever that arise as part of the cultivation, part of the way. Because the Buddha in his teaching make it very clear. Whatever the arise, there are causes and conditions behind. That's why Song got it right. All these are conditions arising, phenomenal or entity, for you to develop the understanding, the wisdom, to break free. So that whatever happened, you will know how to accord and flow and develop the understanding and move on. Because cultivation is not to oppose, not to have your own views and opinion of what this is and what this should be. Cultivation is to have the awareness to understand what is going on within the moment. And what is going on within the moment is nature's phenomena. Like the Buddha say, whatever arises, there are causes and conditions behind. Finish. That is the reality. This is what is. That's why you have to learn to see things as they are. Because conditions like that, things will like, it cannot be otherwise. So when it manifests, who tells you that meditation must be always tranquil, still, and all those things? Because without all this, you cannot develop the true wisdom. Even mental hindrance, you have to meditate on it. You remember the four foundations of mindfulness? The first category of cultivation, the last foundation, Dhamma no Pasana. You have to be mindful of Dhamma. And the first category of Dhamma is the five aggregates. Oh, sorry the five mental hindrances. So when you have the mental hindrance, the Buddha say you should use it as a condition to meditate on it. And to be mindful of the five agree of form and mind is very important. When there is sensual desire, or when there is ill or anger, or hatred, or when there is this sloth and torpor, or there is this restless of mind which song experience. Understand? Then when there is doubt, where you are not sure of what is going on, then you have doubt. All these are mental hindrance that will hinder your mind from entering the meditative state of inner peace, inner calmness, and inner awareness. So the Buddha said, you have to be mindful of it. Like I said, whether it's anger, fear, or aversion, or craving or desire or whatever mind state when they arise you have to be mindful when greed is there aware 
when you aware what happened. The Buddha in his teaching mentioned very clearly under the first category of cultivation of Dhammanupasana, mindfulness of the five mental hindrance. He said initially when you just aware, what happened? You will come to know yeah, how that sensual desire which has not arisen earlier on come to be. Means before you have sensual desire or anger or fear, there was none. Or even restless of mind. We have the first two, three days was beautiful. And then the third day, that thing explodes. But we have the preconceived idea that to have a good meditation, you must be in a state of tranquility, stillness, calmness, awareness, mindful. This is not the understanding. This is delusion. Of course, the byproduct of good meditation is usually this. But sometimes when you go through the cultivation, which nobody is able to tell you unless they have the understanding, they will come and test you. And when the test comes like this, restless of mind, which Mahabhava also went through, you go and read this book. Uh, he, he, his, uh, I forgot the title already. He explained the cultivation, I think, straight from the heart of what he mentioned. Uh, then finally, he realized you need to have wisdom, mindfulness, and understanding to counter all this. So the Buddha said, when you continue to be aware, whether restlessness or anger or hatred, then what happened? When you continue to be aware, you don't feed it with any more energy, thought energy. There is no resistance. Then it will not continue, understand? Then it will slow down and finally cease. No matter what it is, the mind state, it will return to its original state before the stirring, before the arising. That's why finally, when Song go through all this, when he realized the true mind, he will understand. It's from the true mind, all things arise. That's what Huining came to realize. After the fifth patriarch explained to him the Diamond Sutra, then when he came to the part about the mundane mind, this mundane mind, you must know how to use it to live life, to develop the cultivation and everything. Well, this is the condition world. But do not be deceived by it. That was the final zigzag puzzle that he did. Where he already realized the unconditioned. He was born without the mundane mind. Yeah. But that mundane mind that the fifth patriarch talked about is his supramundane mind that finally he has to learn how to use it and make use of it to live life. At that one, that final piece, when he realized, he straight away burst into this joy and proclaim those verses. How amazing is it, he said, that this nature of us is originally complete. You don't need anything else. Then how amazing is all Dhamma arise from this nature. History we know. All Dhamma means the mundane mind, mundane creation, everything. Each and you wafer. From there it arise. Uh, so all this understanding 
the cultivator of the way who go through this will understand. That's why when you understand, then you will come to understand what, like what the Buddha mentioned in the Sutta. Finally, if you just maintain awareness, the third way to meditate, that is this. Means, you come to understand how the arisen mental hindrance ceases to be. By what? No need to do anything. Where these are, you wafer, condition arising dhamma. So when you have the understanding, you don't do anything, it will cease. Well, when condition cease to be, that dhamma will cease. Understand? That phenomena will cease. But when condition is there, it will continue to arise. That's why that restlessness of mind, that, that chattering mind, like non-stop inside that. But if you try to stop it, understand now, try to push it away, what are you doing? Resisting. And that is aversion. Means you feed it with more deluded energy. Then it will not settle down. That's why last I remember I share with you all. After I went through all this, I realized all this. When I came out to test myself in the private sector, I remember I already stabilized until my meditation. Uh, throughout the day, I mindful, heedful. Then I wanted to test, so I came out. So when I came out, I have to work. <laughs> it's a consulting firm. My environment last time was semi-garment, sanctuary body. And I so familiar with the work until I no need to really uh, work because everything has been standardized. Then I got a lot of time. If I have no meeting, I will have my own time. That's why sometimes I meditate, I do my thing. And throughout the day, I cultivate. Then when I go out to the private sector, it was a different environment. Everything I had to learn again because design all. Already for the last 10 over years, I didn't do design after I graduated. So you asked me to go back to do design, I had to learn. Then I had to read up the file where I was new, I just joined. So a lot of things I got to go through. Then during that time, I remember when I was going through the file, the mind, because it says transform, then the nature tell me, you want to suffer? You read. Yeah. But that very knowing itself is suffering now. Wanting to know, wanting to understand, or whatever is suffering. Because all this is Sankara. That time the mind was very sensitive. I haven't reached the third phase, Kansan, Yusasan. Yeah. And because of that, this thing like uh, very clear inside there, you know, the slightest of this Sankara activity of movement is very sensitive. Then you know it's suffering because the awareness is aware and you cannot do anymore. No? But I tell myself, I accepted the appointment as a consultant, very senior, and I have to deliver. So how can I deliver? So luckily, I start to develop this understanding. Yeah. What I do was, I know I cannot remember things anymore. Otherwise, I will have this, what they call, uh, uh, 
the Sankara uh, activity will create a lot of disruption within the brain and all those things. So the brain will not have all. When you try to remember, it's again memory, you know, the thought. You know. So I knew this is not the way. So I took out a notebook. Actually, initially it was a piece of paper. Then I wrote down the important facts that I need to remember so that I don't have to remember them before I go to the meeting. I just write them down and in point form. So once I write that down, finish. Then I realize I don't have to try to remember anything. Yeah. Then my mind settled down. But the trouble is when you work throughout the day, nine to five, yeah, at time meeting, all those things, you cannot be in the state of awareness like earlier on when I was in the sanctuary body where everything has become so familiar, so standardized. That private sector is different. So what happened was, I remember end of the day after the five o'clock, the office finished, of course I can go home because no more things to do. I was still uh, attending to all those new things. Then when I went home, the first thing I do is, of course, I took my bath, I rested. Then after that, I try to develop the meditation. You know, when I sat down, what happened? Last time when I was developing all this, the tranquility, the stillness already so still, until like the brain had nothing inside there. But because of what I did in the office, the night to fire, I come back at the moment I sat down, this activity is still moving inside there, you know. It's like dynamo, you know. So all the things that I did in the office, uh, not everything, uh, most of the things that I did, uh, I realized still moving inside, you know. Luckily, I already know how to meditate. I already know what this thing is. Then I just laugh at it, you know. You know what? I did, and I laugh at it, and I relax, maintain awareness. The moment I did that, within less than one or two minutes, everything slowed down, settled down. Then straight away, stillness again. That's why I knew I got no problem with it. Then later on, this one continued for a while, I remember, for a few months, I think. A few months, because I had to get used to it. Then later, when I get used to it, no more problem, right? Then I can go meeting, I can attend to all those things. Then that time, I become normal again. Uh, so this is how actually you can actually develop the understanding and make a conscious decision to go out to the private sector to test yourself. That's why I say when you are still working, that is the best. Uh, but now Song already saw semi-retired, but he's still called up by the partner, I think the good friend. So he still got condition. So what he experienced last night in the office is actually very mild, nothing. But it's a good test. It's a good guy. In the retreat, it will also happen, but in a different way. So when this thing happens, what you need to remember is follow the teaching. The teaching is very straightforward. Relax, maintain awareness, then everything will fall back into place. Then it will cease. 
then you will come to know how the arisen mental hindrance is to be. Then after that, you will also continue to trace the origination factor, the fourth way, like the Buddha in his teaching mentioned. You must find out how the mental hindrance comes to be, means how the unarisen mental hindrance come to be. For your case, it's the restlessness of mind, the chattering mind. You have to trace how it come about. So the condition for it to arise is, like what I say, if it's the normal evil roots of greed, hatred, eh, that one, delusion is fear. So this one is normally through your senses, understand not? It will come. But for your case one, it's not the senses. It's a test. Because you already have those few days. After the third day, as you mentioned, you settle down. Yeah? Then you become very tranquil, very still. Yeah? Then after that, for no reason, the very next day, the whole thing like completely different. Yeah? Like havoc. Yeah? You cannot do anything. Uh, like it make you completely uh, off guard. You, you you don't know what is happening. But luckily, your nature give you the answer. Uh, this are condition arising phenomena. Each uh, year you wait So you only have to understand. The moment you understand it, you no more worry about it. Understand? No? You, you will not resist it or fight it. You accept the reality. Means, condition like that, things will be like that. Use the understanding that, that the Buddha did. When condition is already set, it can only go that way. Cannot be otherwise. And the only way for it to settle back to its original is to understand its origination factor. Restlessness. How does restlessness come to be? Because when you cannot accept things as they are, then it comes as a test or it manifests through causes and conditions, whether your delusion or your wrong view or your phobia, accumulated memory. Or from all this, it can actually surface. So when you understand already, you don't need to do anything. Like I mentioned in the beginning of the class, awareness-based meditation, don't try to know, don't try to do. Miss one. Silent. Relax. Maintain awareness. Then it will return to its original state where all these are condition arising entity. Dependent on condition it arise. If there is no delusion, avija. If there is no sakayadity, no atta or ego, personality, to worry about this, to panic over this, and to crave for tranquility and peace, that all this cease to be. Means there is nothing to add fuel to that condition arising creation. Means the chattering or whatever. Then it will slow down. Then finally it will cease. And when it ceases, the joy will come back. You understand this is what it is. That's why all these are understanding that cultivated or the way you will go through and the wisdom that come from your nature after you have developed the ability to realize that 
uh, inner awareness, the stability of it, means the awareness, nature, your true mind. That is the one that can help you develop the Yoniso Manasikara, the understanding, the wisdom at the moment of sense experience. That's why suddenly you come out and prompt you that Dhamma will surface. And from there, you will know what to do. Okay? Yeah. Nee, continue. Huh? Sadhu. Brother,过后我，啊，我在meditate的时候，我做到这个third the first time it take was about one hour plus, but when that, that after that, it will slowly, slowly. Then I realized that, and very stable with the understanding, then you know how to do it. Otherwise, it takes a while. Uh, uh, but for me, I remember that time, the first time I did it, not more than five minutes. Uh, not more than five minutes is easy. Then later on, when I developed the understanding, even I went out to test myself as a consultant. I come back and sat down. Within one, two minutes, it settled down. It become quiet again, or tranquil still. Like inside there, no movement again. Then I already knew this is what wisdom is all about, understanding. Without wisdom, you cannot free. You use your whatever uh, knowledge to go and fight all this uh, and force the mind to be peaceful. The best, uh, all the, what they are, best of luck to you. Because you cannot do that. You are using the thought to try to suppress thought and the sound. Uh, you are controlling thought. Using what? Thought. Like Krishnamurti say, who is the controller? The controller is the control. Why? Thought is trying to control thought. Anger is thought. Restlessness is thought. Created by thought. And who wants the thought to stop? Or become tranquil? It's another thought. So thought tries to control thought. How can it work? When thought is there, is active, you cannot be peaceful. You cannot realize the true mind. But the instrument you use actually limits you. Well, that is thought-based. That's why I say thought-based meditation, you can never break free. Because you don't have that wisdom and understanding and thought is still actively behind. Doing what? Wanting to know. Wanting to experience. Wanting to meditate. And want to do this, want to do that. Uh, want to resist this, resist that. Coming out with idea, using the thought to analyze, to investigate, to reason. All this is what knowledge is all about. That's why I say, don't try to know, don't try to do. Don't allow yourself to use the thought to reason. Because reasoning is for worldly thing, mechanical thing, and like the psychiatry, they can go and use all the thought to reason and all those things. But not to develop the meditative wisdom which is beyond thought, beyond mind. That one you cannot use thought. So thought, you have to understand. Thought is needed when we need to live life, when we need to go through life. We need thought. But thought 
the user behind is very important. That's why the Buddha said, you must have the wisdom to arise the right thought. Otherwise, it will be wrong thought. And wrong thought is delusion, heedlessness, sakadity. That's why it will condition suffering. So, noble eightfold power is about right view leading to right thought. So, this understanding is most important. So, if you don't have the Dhamma understanding, the awakening, you cannot deal with life, you cannot deal with meditation. So, the ability to use thought, to apply thought appropriately, is to have the Dhamma, to act according to Dhamma way, act according to wisdom way. Your Dhamma way is wisdom way. Not acting according to memory, which is full of our psychological rubbish, or what they call fear, phobia, insecurity, uh, scars of memory, all this delusion inside there, belief system, conditioning, and all this. So all this, you use the memory to act, to respond, you cannot. But this one is needed for technical knowledge, scientific knowledge. So this one, for learning, for excelling in academic, to develop knowledge is useful. Uh, but when it comes to psychological memory, please, if you use it, you will get into big trouble. Uh, mechanical memory is very important, yeah. Like where you live, what is your name, how you sign your check, uh, all the, the, the mechanical knowledge that you need uh, to become an engineer or a doctor or what. That one you need. You need to use thought, understand? Uh? But when it comes to your fear, your psychological emotion, your phobia, you cannot use thought. You use thought, these are all wrong thought that will condition your suffering and make you miserable. That's why you have to have that wisdom to differentiate between thought. Thought is like money, like I explained before. Neither good or evil. It depends on the user. Understand? If the user of thought is without delusion, then thought becomes right thought, wholesome thought, like money. If the user of money is wholesome, then thought becomes useful, can develop into a lot of wholesome action and merits. But if the user of money is evil, then money becomes evil. Understand? You use it to speculate to cause a lot of suffering eh, for your own uh, what they call evil intent hire assassin to kill cause disruption to the world then to benefit from it creating crisis disaster war this is the wrong way of using thought so all this understanding you will develop when you awaken to the Dhamma. Then when you have the Dhamma, you don't act according to memory anymore. You act according to wisdom, understand. That's why this wisdom, which connected to the form and mind, this will surface spontaneously as Yoniso Manasikara. Means wisdom at the moment of sense experience. At the moment of sense experience, it will come out. So your case is when it happened, it didn't come out, it's because not stable yet. Your understanding at that time not stable yet. 
That's why before you go, I already told you, one month if you do it properly, you should benefit, and a lot of things can happen. Then when you come out of it, eh, as you walk towards your whatever, kuti or what, I don't know, you mention from inside it come out. And that one is your nature actually help you understand. It's also an understanding, but this one is not the 100% Yoniso Manasikara. This one is like the understanding to help you to move on with your cultivation. Understand? Yeah. Because if it's Yoniso Manasikara, then that wisdom is different. That wisdom is deeper than uh, uh, just now you mentioned. Eh? It's both are condition arising phenomena for you to understand. But it didn't give you the answer. It give you the answer one is like Sabbe Sankara Anichang. Sankara is all Anichang. Then why you worry? But there is a characteristic of Sankara. Then Sabbe Sankara Dukkang. The moment you cling and you hold, you suffer. You want things your way, which is not nature's way, you suffer. And that is the penetrative yoniso manasikara. Understand? But what you need is, at that time when you experience it, it did not surface, it means not stable enough. Then from the nature come out and tell you, it point out to you the correct answer. These are conditions arising. So you need to actually develop the understanding so that later on, when you stabilize all this understanding, then when you are able to do it in real life, whether daily life or in retreat or whatever, you are able to do it. Whenever all these mental hindrances come or phenomena from the existential world come, you have to confront it and you develop the understanding through all this Dhamma understanding that you have developed and stabilized, then you will know how to act. Then you will become very different. Huh? Then everything is just the way it is. No more like before. Not sure, doubt, uh, or panic, or whatever. No more. Uh, then you will come to a point where you finally can laugh at it. Understand? No? It's no more like before. Oh, you, you like cannot do anything, no? That thing really like totally uh, take you uh, like 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 off guard, <laughs> like like you you cannot manage it anymore, uh, no more. But once that thing stabilizes, uh, when it comes, uh, you laugh. Like I told you last time, a lot of things that happen after that. Even I accidentally knock against a steel bar on my leg, I no longer ah you no more. It's like at that moment, at that instant, when the nerve got hit, uh, you know it's painful, but it does not cause any suffering. You you just laugh at it. Condition like that, things so like that. Happened already. Why you want to react and do all the... No use, understand? Like car accident. Happened already. Do what you have to do and resolve it. Why you go and blame and... Uh, do all those foolish things. So whatever happen, that is the reality. Accept it and move and resolve it amicably via the Dhamma way means following noble effort. If you continue to have this understanding, 
then you will be able to apply all this understanding to all circumstances in life. Then you no longer have to like go through all this uh, repeatedly. And as a happen already later on, uh, you get the uh, advice. Then you use your thought to go and uh, like rationalize reason. Then finally, it doesn't sink in and doesn't stabilize. You need to silence, try it out. Yeah. Like this retreat, you say initially about an hour or what. Uh, then so, okay, try it out. But once it becomes shorter and shorter, that is the real understanding. Once that one happens, you should be able to do it within one or two minutes. Then after that, no more. No more. Yeah. Then even if it comes in some other form, you have to try it again, aware, the third way. Then you will really see, no matter what happened, the moment you silent, the world is the world. Condition like that, things will like that, people are just the way they are. Everything inside, no more problem. That's why last time my teacher, Achayantra, that Thai monk, his English is not so good. But he learned this English word, uh, short and precise. Uh. He's, he said, uh, inside okay, outside no problem. True or not? If inside not okay, outside big problem. Huh? You understand the meaning or not? Well, you don't take care inside. You don't understand the phenomenal world, the condition arising world. So, I, I like the simple English he used. Inside okay, outside okay. Uh, inside not okay, outside havoc. Uh, so all these are additional understanding and sharing. That's why I appreciate all these words of wisdom when they arise, even from my teacher or the guide that have uh, guided me or have affinity with me. Then when I listen to truth, I pick up all this very fast. But in the past, I share this very openly and very easily. That's why when I come, I receive them also very fast, very easily. So that the way my nature understands, I always share everything. Then all this sharing, the law of karma is very beautiful and the spiritual nature you reap what you sow and you will inherit back one. Uh, whatever you give, come back to you. This is the way I share. That's why in future when I come, I will receive all this equally fast. That's why this life, uh, actually I, I learn a lot of things on my own. I just listen. Wherever there is truth, it just comes in. It just come. Sometimes the teacher and the guide that say all this, they may not have the deep understanding yet. But because they contemplated, they realized this is beautiful, they say it out. But the moment it's said, I straight away can get it and develop the joy inside because my nature has cultivated all this before. And these are like, for me to like, revision, understand? Like I used to tell you all in the uh, Heart Sutta book and sometime in the sharing, if you inherit from your spiritual nature, you like breeze through and the cultivation, like from 
this moment to the past you have cultivated uh, let's say you reach very uh, advanced level but from here to there after you inherit uh, like very fast or no like you breeze through you, you no need to like a normal person cultivate or you cultivate then slowly slowly realize no need one i realized straight away i reach back to my past cultivation uh, very fast on oh then from there this nature continue is cultivation that's why all these are the understanding that cultivator of the way who has gone that way can actually guide people who are new where these are possible all this is what the cultivation is all about that's the reason why i always share you a lot of things that i tell you are you cannot find in books you, you cannot even like listen from normal cultivator because they have not done it to that extent so how can they share with you or teach you or guide you no way so this is what dhamma is all about okay you better continue five more minutes huh? continue huh? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, you during like a meditation uh, you back to normal Then uh so uh, the aware they are relaxed into it, it doesn't go后又再做做做做久了以后那个脚那边它又弹上来然后等你又 不够relax啊，对，actually，relaxation，very，deep，one，many，many，level，you，think，you，really，relax，啊，when，you，know，how，to，relax，啊，is，different，one，is，a，lot，more，deeper，and，you，you，can，never，know，it，until，you，completely，
like over oh, 30 over years after that uh, this one start to age already then other things happen already uh, so, because it's no longer like when young uh, in the youth that time uh, oh you you can make use of the body now this body yeah go the way of nature no it's no longer you honest uh, no? uh, you want to relax you try your best uh, because old already uh, <laughs> like lady uh, like queen here, uh, 80 already. Uh. You can make up. Uh. Can become 18, 20. You know. Cannot already understand. Uh, just loud. Because the aging makes you like that. Uh. So that ability to relax. I remember when I was 30 or 40 years later. Oh, I can really relax. Uh. Then when I drive or what. Uh, five, ten minutes I rest. Uh, I can drive again already. So, your recovery very fast, everything very fast. Then your facial, but as this one age, I realize a lot of things different. Take longer time to recover, take longer time to be in that state. But that is the reality. You need to understand that this is what Dhamma is. The form and mind go the way of nature, it's not you. The mind, the understanding is separate. So you make use of that understanding to develop all this so that you can make use of the form and mind to live life. To experience all of the pristine beauty and wonders of life. Then do what you need to do, understand? To actually fulfill your vow, continue with your cultivation. Eh? develop all the wisdom, the perfection, everything. This is what understanding is. So when you have the understanding, thing is just the way it is. No problem at all. Very good, Sadhu. So today one is very good. Yeah, you can summarize up a bit. Then the rest next session. Uh, uh, Ochoa 我不一样的某某我一打开我一看哎怎么这个哈士特拉斯丢的是托丢的是马丁麦我觉得哎怎么以前我自己读了六七次我都没有发现到没有发现到把这一次我一打开来我一看我就想哎哈士特拉斯就
bypass. No need to do one. Why waste time on all those things? That's straight away develop the understanding, re relax, maintain awareness, and progress. This is what the cultivator of the way will develop. Then for you, it's very good because the Heart Sutta, although you say you read six, seven times, together the retreat, maybe more than six times. Our retreat also almost eight years already with the Heart Sutta. So all this is not how many times you read, no. It's how much understanding you receive out of reading through it and cultivating it. You know? Once you receive the understanding, uh, the way you look at the book uh, is a different book again. You know? Everything become like, oh, how come last time I didn't see this? How come all these things doesn't stand out? The Dhamma is like that one I already explained already. It's like a lot of key to the Dhamma door. No? You open this door, you go in, you can see all the treasure inside. Then you don't have the key for the next door, you cannot see what is inside there. So you cannot awaken the way. So that key, after you go into this door, then only you can have the chance to see the other key door that need another key. That's why you have to break free from here, then you go there. So cultivation is, you cannot hurry on. Your condition like that, you will be like that. Your parami like that, you will be like that. Unless you have done enough homework on the path, then this now you come, you move very fast. Yeah. But you cannot hurry on. Yeah, it's not that one. It takes time and it takes all the understanding, causes and conditions for it to manifest and move. So all this is the understanding that was surface. That's why now what song is going through is very good. Yeah. Like last time I said, you listen to the sharing, uh, the Dhamma recording or whatever, the audio file or the video file. If you listen to it for a lot of time, then you meditate. Uh, then every time after three months, you meditate, develop the understanding, contemplation. Then you go and listen again, uh, it's different again. Or you read through the Hasuta again, it's different again. Uh, that is what it is. Sadhu. Hayu ma. Continue. Okay,我们现在也summarize了,summarize了。啊,就,呃,就,就,就到这里了吧。啊,okay,okay,sadio,sadio,因为你是一讲下去,就是一个很大的一个topic,我们现在也下一个下一个下一个下一个下一个下一
అకాసత్తాజుమాత దేవానా మహిందిక పుణ్యంతాంగ్ అనుమోదిరాంకాసన ఎత్తవతామీ సంపదన్ పుణ్య సంపదన్ సభేదేవా అనుమోదంతు సభ సంపతి ఇదాంగ్మేన్యాతిహోతుసుఖితాహంతుయతయోదాంగ్మేన్యాతిహోతుసుఖితాహంతుయతయోదేవోసతుకాళే సోపతిహేతుచ ఫీతోవాతులోకోచాభావాతుమీకోమినాపుణ్యాకామినామేబాలాసమాగమో సత్తాంగమో హోతు యావానివానపాతీయాధు సాధుస్పెక్ట్ మైఫుల్ సాధు